0: People love helping, they really do. If I needed something and I asked and I have a breakthrough, oh my God, they love celebrating with me too. And this is the one thing that in addition to the creative part of photography that I love, but I'm so happy that I'm also equal. I love the business side. I love that I get to get over my idea of shame, right? I don't wanna ask because I don't want people to think that I don't have my shit together, right? That's why I don't wanna ask that I don't know what I'm doing. But every time we do ask, I get to be super courageous and be really risky. And that is an adrenaline that is just so good. And I love to practice that all the time.
1: Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. Hello, 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 be it pod. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. This podcast is literally a dream come true. And I pinch myself the fact that I am even doing it. And when I sent out invites to the first guests, um, I have to be honest, like every time I saw them schedule, like I wanted to cry because their scheduling, their interview was like, like, like making this more of a reality. And you listening to this, it's because it is a reality and we're in it and we've done it and it's just the beginning. And um, this woman, Monica Linda, who I have for you today, she is more than a breath of fresh air. She literally wears her emotions on her sleeve and gives you permission 100% to be yourself because she believes that you have a story and it needs to be shared. And that's what pictures do. And she wants to be the person that does that. And we've now known each other for over a couple of years. um In fact, I did, I've i never told her this. So hopefully, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully she's listening to this. But when I saw her first, she was doing pictures at a big event, like 500 person event. And it was for Lori Hunter's Bliss Project. And I was just like, oh my God, I want to have a photographer like her because I saw the pictures at my events. And when I have a 500 person event, I I, I just like, just, I mean, goals, right? Girl goals. So then um, we were in a mastermind together and, you know, she, I just had this like eyes, like, ah, like, oh my God, I just, I'm, I want to be the girl who gets to work with her. She's so amazing. And, you know, she, I don't know why I thought I couldn't, but I just had this mind, like this, like block that like I couldn't. Um, and she sat there in this room on like the third day and she said out loud what she wants to do with her life, why she wants to do it and who she wants to work with. And I heard myself in that. And I'm sharing that with you because had she not done that, I don't know if I would have started to work with her. Even if I, like we had another meetup, so maybe I would have, but I would have definitely missed out on the first opportunity to work with her. And y'all, she, this is why you have to tell people what it is that you want to be, right? You have to put it out there, even if it makes you so scared, it makes you so nervous because maybe the people listening you, what you want solves their problem, that's what it did for me. Or maybe they know a person who you can solve a problem for, right? So, you have to share it, right? It's, I mean, I could talk forever on this, but I also met my husband because I told a friend, I'm out dating different kinds of people. If you know a guy who is not like X, Y, and Z, because I've already dated that, <sighs> I want to try, <laughs> I want to date him. And so, she introduced me to my husband. So, you, there you go. So, you have to. I, if you can't, if I can challenge you to do one thing today, it is to tell someone what it is you want that you are trying to be and tell it to so make it possible. Um, because you just don't know what's going to happen. And that is what happened with me. And because of Monica you know, my goal, my purpose on this planet is more bodies doing Pilates because I do believe Pilates helps us show up better in this world. I do believe it makes better people and it makes you more connected to others. And when we're all more connected, there's freaking world peace, you know, like that's, that's, (laughs) that's why I'm here. So she, she helped me show up and get pictures that will help me tell the story that I want to share that will help more people see that they can make time for themselves that they can move their bodies and they can connect their mind and body and and their goals through movement and so i'm that i'm so freaking grateful for her i can't even wait for you to get into this she's got an amazing bio it's in the show notes please check it out please check her out on instagram you are going to love seeing the power that she has and the stories that she tells um and so without uh taking up too much more of your precious time let's get into this interview after this brief message as you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com beitpod. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. Okay. Hello, Monica, Linda. Oh my gosh. Beautiful woman. Um, Thank you for being here. I am so excited to spend this time with you. I'm really more excited for everyone who's listening to um, listen to the words from this woman. She I I promise you that so much of how I've gotten where I am would not have happened if I had not met her, if I had not seen her in this group. Um, Mm -hmm. and you've heard me talk about um, masterminds and people in groups before. And it's because like I really truly believe you don't get wherever you're gonna go on your own. And I saw her, she spoke up, and I walked straight up to her and I'm like, how do I work with you? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And and I I so when I was when I was dreaming up who I wanted me on this podcast, I had to bring you on because I actually truly believe that you helped me be it till I see it on the days I especially couldn't. Um, There was a day I was talking to Joanna Vargas about, we can go into it later, but like you are, you definitely helped me see where I was wanting to be and become that before I was there. So thank you for being here. Um, Can you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you're
0: rocking? Yeah. So uh, my name is Monica Linda and I'm beyond happy to be here. So proud of all the things that's. That are, that's going on with you. Um, but I'm the founder, creator of Girl Squad Inc. Um, we are now calling ourselves a media agency um, because we do video and film and photo. And we really have a group of a team that really helps create an experience where we get to focus on the real you. And the other thing that I have started to talk about is I feel like the branding world has become this really big daunting and everyone is freaking out because they're like, I'm not fully branded. I'm not fully branded. So I just want everyone to know that at Girl Squad, it's just me, you and a girl with a camera. Like, let's just calm down. That's really all that it is. And yeah, so that's what I do. And um, I'm happy to be here.
1: Oh, girl. I love that you said that. I, I think it's so true. I get so many people who won't start something because they're not branded yet. And mm-hmm. that is the opposite to me of being it before you're ready. Because like, <laughs> before it's there, because you can't brand something that you don't, <laughs> that you don't know, right? Like I, you and I, I mean, we both have started businesses and, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't brand one of my businesses, was nine years old before it ever got branded. It had a logo that I made up myself like, and it was super successful without it. And, um, and so I really love, I love what you do. I see so many women taking photos with you and you truly do show the real them to everyone. And so, yes, it's branding, absolutely. But it's, it is so authentic to them and each person. You can see their story in their eyes and you see their joy and, and you bring that out in people, which is really, really cool. And I, I, I wonder, you know, what made you get started in helping women tell their stories? Like, what was it that you were like, I'm, this is how I'm gonna show up as a photographer or in this world?
0: Um, For me, it's super personal. I grew up in a family where I just wasn't seen. And I was always silenced for my creativity. It was too much. I was too big, too dreamy. Uh, I thought of rainbows and unicorns all the time. And I was constantly silenced for it. And so I didn't go into something creative for college. And I just started thinking really small about how magical the world was. And then I met my wife and moved to LA. And that changed everything because I took myself out of that environment that was consistently telling me that life isn't magical, that things aren't possible, that you should play small because it's safe. Um, And when I started doing that more, I noticed that when i worked with women not only was i healing myself right because i was like every time a woman like a sh- like you share a story about your experience it's so healing for me because i know what it's like on the other side to feel not heard or seen or or who you really are and that it's just it's really personal to me um i fall in love with all of my clients stories um i I, I love what they're doing. I want to cheer them on. And yeah, for me, it's like super personal.
1: I love this so much. I think so many people, they pretend to not know what they're supposed to be doing because they, they didn't go to school for whatever it is. It's in their heart. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely me. I went to school for something else. Um, and I, I definitely, I definitely felt seen at home enough to get in trouble. (laughs) So as I was seeing, they saw that, Uh but, but I, I do remember like being told not to brag and not to boast Mm -hmm. and not to like, when I would get an A on a test, I wouldn't show it to anyone. I would like hide it and fold it up. So like, because you're not supposed to brag, it's not, you know, any of those things. And, and the truth is, and I was basically taught not to celebrate anything, not to celebrate my hard work, not to celebrate um you know anything that was happening and so it became really difficult for me and now i'm like making sure everyone i meet celebrates their wins but um going back to that not feeling seen it is that that thing is what made me create more communities and you not feeling seen is why you are a camera woman helping draw out the stories and women and i i think it's easy for us to to ignore the childhood we had but all of that was really being built so we become the the women and the people that we are, right, to fix that problem in the world. And I I think that's really that's something that's so cool. So good for you for basically making sure that doesn't happen to anyone else. I think that's really a gift. Um and it's um and so they I I just really love this. And I have to say, like when y'all, if you ever get a chance to work with this woman, what she, what she does do and why I wanted to bring her on and talk to you about this is like you go through questions with your clients. And it's not like, okay, where do you want to take pictures or what do you do? Like mm-hmm. you ask questions that really draw out why they're doing what they're doing, their story, all these things. And you help them step into that higher self or um, that, that version of them that they're wanting to show off to the world. Cause that's the one that they want to be. Uh, and they're, and they're just not, maybe they're not there yet, or maybe they are, but really like they're working towards something. And they, that is a special skill. When you started off as a photographer, how did that happen? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, me becoming an entrepreneur and a photographer were a complete accident. Um, I, it didn't happen on purpose. And so if there's anyone out there like you're like, Oh, I just started liking something and I'm doing it more. That can be a career. Like that can be something that you can do all the time. I took a college course with a girlfriend and uh, my teacher at the end of class said, You're really great. Take more. And so I did. I took more classes and then. People started like asking me to come take pictures of, of different things. And one day somebody gave me an envelope at the end and with money in it. And I was like, whoa, wait, my world just collided. I could do this all the time. Like I, I it had not dawned on me because I was thinking so small. It had not dawned on me that I could actually do something that gave me, that I was having so much fun and I could live my life on my own terms. Um, and still live a better life all at the same time. So I believe that women can do that. And it wasn't something I feel like my entrepreneurship has been a small journey of, of expanding. And I feel like the more I step into myself, the more I'm expanding. And every time that happens, the more my business expands and the types of questions I start ask, asking are different. So I think. I've always been really open to staying curious, and to really, really want to try to understand who my clients are.
1: This is so cool that you said this. Um, I, I that you, the more you go in your journey, the more you lean into it, the more you expand, and I think mm-hmm. that that is a amazing sign that people can feel in their bodies, right? Like if you're like, I don't know what to do, like just feel what your body is doing right. And the more she stepped into it, the more expansive she felt. And like, mm-hmm. that is so cool because you grew up shrinking, right? Mm-hmm. Like trying to shrink into something. And so if, if you're not sure what you should be doing and you know, this doesn't have to be in business. It could be like, what am I doing next? What am I doing in a relationship? What am I doing with this friendship? What should I be doing as a workout? <laughs> you know yeah. what makes you feel expansive like what makes you feel like taking up that space and that should make you feel so good and i and that's something people can feel in their bodies and i think that could be cuz sometimes we get stuck in our head like what am i supposed yes. to do and it's like maybe your body will actually just tell you that
0: <laughs> yes yes absolutely
1: um so i want to i want to drop into something cuz um i mean i know a couple amazing stories about you y'all i i just the the, for the years that i've now known her it's not been a <laughs> lot but the ones that i have so i I, I, you have an incredible story how you how you started doing events and all that stuff. But I actually want to go back to a different story that I heard. Maybe you haven't shared. So uh-huh. if you, yeah, this is like breaking news. Um, <laughs> so really now, the reason I want to share this one is because this one is so um, executable, which is like just so fun. Because I know for me, you get stuck on getting started. Like it takes so much money to start the thing I'm going to do, or it takes so much time, or it takes this. So. I mean, photographers, you need a ton of stuff to do photos.
0: Yeah, you do a ton. <laughs> so and what, did, really what did you do ones.
1: Right. Like you can't just like, this is not iPhones. Like you can't just like, no. <laughs> no, and you can't just go get one camera either. Right. Like, I feel like this is like, you have to have all these things.
0: Right. And, um, so what I had to do is one, when I first started, I didn't have a lot of money. I, 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 I worked as hard as everyone else is working. I had a 40 hour job that I hated and I was working for somebody else for like less than $25 an hour. And I did that for years. So when I started this business, it was, I literally took everything that I had extra and we're talking like $20, $30, $50 and put it back into my business. And so literally at the beginning, like the cameras that we use, I mean, they started like three or $4,000. I, at the beginning, could not afford a three or $4,000 camera. And some of, I mean, that's just like a basic, really good one. The other ones are more expensive. So you have to get super resourceful when you really want something to happen. So I started searching, like, can I rent a camera? Like that was, that was my curiosity. Like, can I rent this camera for a while until, because this job's going to pay me, you know, $300 and the camera is $100 for two days. So, I mean, that that gets me closer to what I was doing. So for the first two or three years, until I was able to get an entire case full of professional gear, I rented every piece. And my other photography friends were always so surprised because they would say things like, oh, I love that lens. Like, because it, it, it was like a twenty dollars lens. And I'm like, did you know you could rent it for $20? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no way. And um I love sharing that information. I was not embarrassed when I would show up with a new lens that's on the market because that's a good thing when you're renting is everything is fresh and new and it's top of the line. And so um that's that was that was like a perk to renting new equipment. And so, yeah, I literally rented every piece and I've never shared that story. I don't know why I've never shared it, but it wasn't until I think the second year I finally had enough money to walk in and pay cash for a camera.
1: I mean, this is so fun. This is like, it's not insider secrets either. It's like I you went in with curiosity and you've said that once before. And I think that that is um, something a lot of us forget to do. We think we're Mm -hmm. supposed to know the answers. And so therefore we don't look for the answers. And like, you're like, how do I do this? And what can I do here? And also like, I'm sure that like there might've been part of you going, I wish I just own this and I have to rent it. But the truth is, is you renting it allowed them to then sell it used to somebody else. Right? Like it's, it's like everybody wins in that situation. And you were able to get started. And it didn't take you longer to become the person that you wanted to be or the business you wanted to be, because it actually just helped you get going. And And I heard someone say years ago, and I was like, okay, I have to remember this. It is not about money. It is about resourcefulness. Like mm-hmm. most people think they need more money to do their, mm-hmm. their dream, but they just need to be the most resourceful. And that's like, that's who wins the game because, um, you know, in the beginning, you just no one has, if you're looking at anyone who's doing something you want to be doing, they did not have money in the beginning. And if they did, mm-hmm. then they didn't learn a lot of lessons early on. And they'll learn them later that we all had to learn like to be scrappy and everything. And so when you went to go buy your first piece, what was that like? What did it feel like?
0: Um, I was i I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that when I could afford it, that... Um, I think, I think when I bought that camera was the year that I made the decision to go full time. So I'd given myself a year from when I bought that camera, but I was like in 2016, I'm quitting my job, no matter how much money I have in the bank. And I didn't even have an entire year full of of appointments. Like, like I was I'm crazy. I was crazy. Uh, I had this new camera one lens and I quit my job and, um, I, I mean, I've been full-time ever since. So it felt, I was proud of myself. I, I was proud of myself. It it kind of felt like buying a car, like your first car uh, that you end up paying yourself and your parents don't have to co-sign for it or give you the deposit. Um, That's what it felt like.
1: I, that's amazing. I can picture it. I, I know what you mean. I, <laughs> I definitely Um, I think people do get scared leaping, you know, um, and I mean, I hope you're all hearing this. Like everything she's doing, she's just like, okay, um, I want to be this person, so I'm going to go be that person. I want to be a full-time camera person, so I'm going to I'm going to step into that, and I'm going to um, find, going to be resourceful in that. And so you you didn't wait for your calendar to be filled to be the sign or the safety net to allow you to be a, a full-time camera woman, a branding photographer. You were like, I'm doing right. this. I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclassescom slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclassescom slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. And this is something that's really key. Um, my husband and I talk about it a lot because people have to make investments when they work with us. Um, it's an investment in their business, and mm-hmm. they're like, That's "I right. don't know. Like, I've never made this kind of investment. I've never mm-hmm. done this." Or they make an investment in their fitness by being Pilates clients of ours, and and it's you know it's hard. It's it's money, right? And you have no guarantees that you're going to see any of it back, or mm-hmm. or get the results you want. Like it's we can't guarantee that. There's no guarantees in life, but. Um, he likes to to refer to stress um, that you've created as like the same stress that we do with our muscles on our bones, right? So mm. when you work out, you're actually creating stress on the muscle and mm. it's not a ton. You're not like, this is not people who are like lifting a refrigerator. This is like you lift a weight. It actually stresses the muscle. The muscle has to repair itself and it pulls on the bone. And when you do that, you actually make stronger bones. So by putting some stress on you, some like mm-hmm. definitely with stress, like you have to, you have to like make, <laughs> you got to do it lady. You're not, you don't have anything else to go back to. And you got this much time to do it. Um, By putting that kind of stress on your body, it actually strengthened you, right? It made you work a little harder to do that. And that's, that's the healthy kind of stress. And I think we tend to give stress a bad name and we tend to avoid it, but, but putting that, that, or if you can call it pressure, right. But mm-hmm. a little bit of pressure on yourself and it, it makes you go for it It made you like do the next thing and work a little bit harder and maybe stay up a little bit later. And so, um, I wonder like if you're, if there's like anything that, um, that you feel like, gosh, I, I wish I had told myself this then, or I wish someone had told me this then. Is there anything mm-hmm. like that that you, cause I don't believe in regrets, but I do think sometimes like a little bit of key advice, a little sooner might've been nice. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, I, I want to go back to one second regarding stress. Um, Like right after I had received my, my um, right after I had bought my camera, I had, um, a friend of mine had worked for, and this is going to sound crazy, a friend of mine had worked for a prince of Saudi Arabia, right? And he was like one of his personal assistants. And he was a really good friend of mine. He called me at like 10 a.m. and said, Monica, can you be here by noon? And I was like, be where by noon? And he was like, there, uh, the prince's son's having a birthday. We need a photographer. I want you to come. And for a second, Leslie, I totally freaked out because I knew I needed a certain lens. It, it, it was called the 2470 because I only had a 50 millimeter at that time. And I was like, I'm going to rent the lens and I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to figure it out in the next hour and a half. And I said, yes. I immediately went to the rental store, praying to God that they would have the lens I needed. They did. I showed up. It was an extremely stressful situation. I had never photographed people that were that were so rich. First of all, that had a really high expectation. Um, that were super fast. I mean, I literally felt like I was almost going to have a heart attack, but I didn't. I didn't have a heart attack. And that moment, like I, I'm like that, isn't what I want to do. Like I don't want to, you know, take photos of Prince from Saudi Arabia my whole life. But the experience of being under that much stress has taken me to like levels that I can do now. Because you like build that muscle. You're like, oh, if I can do this, then let me let me do this. And so I think that that is something I would tell myself later put yourself in more situations like that because you'll grow faster and go for the ask more. I feel like there's a lot of entrepreneurs and this is something I'm working on too is where I know people can like help or give me advice or can like move my career in a certain way and I don't go for the ask. That is something I wish I could I could tell myself earlier. Oh. Okay.
1: Two things. First of all, the chills. Mm-hmm. Um this is the odd the funniest thing is that you will probably be one of two people at least that have worked with the princess of Saudi. Um it's such a funny that, world. Um that is the when you live in L no
0: one's ever heard that story either. <laughs>
1: oh, we're just dropping all the all the good stories <laughs> here. But I love that you said that you would go for the ask and also put yourself in those stressful situations because you mm-hmm. do grow faster. You really you do. do. Um, I think we avoid the pain and the problems were like, I just want this to go smooth. I just want it to go smooth. But like if everything goes smooth, you have no idea what's working. And you can't repeat it. It's not repeatable. But when things don't go right the first time, and I I used to get so like, I used to get so sad when I would do something, I would like go after a goal or I go after a hobby and it didn't work out the first time. Like it's just supposed to work the first time because recovering perfectionist over here. And um, and the truth is is that you learn more from when it didn't go right the first time. So I'm like now like fail faster. Like, let's try right. that thing. Okay, right. it didn't work. That's fine. What did we learn? All right, let's do it again next month. Okay. And then, you know, you, you just it's so much better to go through that pain faster. So put yourself in that stressful situation so that you have to learn, okay, can I like what can I do in these times? And like what did I learn from that? So always these reflections, but uh, I I um I want to go back to that second thing that you said, which is mm-hmm. really beautiful. So can you say it one more time? Cause I want people to hear what that second tip was that you tell
0: yourself. Is that I need to go for the ask more often. Um, A great example of this is I was at an event uh, last March. It was a very small gathering. And at the end of the conversation, when I was talking to the entrepreneur, she just directly asked me, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? And that literally still gives me the chills because I mean, that is really how women elevate other women is she didn't ask anything else, but she really believed in what we were doing enough to where like, how can I do that for you? And I feel like that is something we can do more is ask people to help us. Like, hey, I am, I really suck at sales right now. I just, I'm in this weird funk, um and I think something really interesting happens and it's it's something that I think I'm experiencing now is you start at the beginning, you have this dream, 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 and then you have a little success. And then you're starting to get a lot of feedback because you you've been being it the whole time, right? And you're like, I wanna do, I want to build this thing, and then it's here. The thing is here. And there are other levels that you want to go to, but you have to ask people to help you out. And that is something you have to do.
1: Oh, girl, I, I, I remember you telling me about that conversation with that woman because mm-hmm. she was, um, she's someone I want to have on the show someday and, and, and yes. I hope she can come on. Um, but she said, I remember she's like, she said something really, she's like a whisperer, right? And she said, mm-hmm. the only difference between us and you in this room is that you got to ask the questions. You got to ask. And right. clearly that stuck with you. And, um, it re- and you told me about it. And I was like, oh my God, it's hitting so home, because mm-hmm. I think I mentioned mm-hmm. this in another episode, but Brad asks people for everything. He just asks. he's like, let's just ask them if they can do it. Let's just ask them if they can do it. And I'm like, no, yeah. they're really busy. Like uh, they're just so yeah. busy. I don't want to, I don't want to mm-hmm. bother them. Right. Like they're so mm-hmm. busy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I remember, I don't know if you remember we were, you and we we were in the same room together and Angie Lee was, Answering people's questions. And my husband's like, Leslie, we get two questions. There's two of us. Like, you know, we get two questions. Like, what do you want to ask? And so I like said, well, let's ask you this. And then, I'm like, well, let's ask this. Right. And so he asked, and then, like, you know, goes around, other people are asking, and then he grabs a microphone. I think he's going to ask the second question. He puts it in front of my face. Do you remember this? He puts it in front I of my this. face. I
0: remember, and
1: this. I remember like I remember this. literally <laughs> wanting to go invisible, but we were in the front table because he also wanted to be in the front table. So we could like, like yes. be with, with the people. And so, you know, I, um, I learned so much from him. I'm all, <laughs> I also like to think <laughs> he learns a lot from me too, but, um, <laughs> but she's like, what is it? And I was like, she like, was obviously, she's like, what is, um, what's happening here? And I said, I just have a, I, I have a hard time asking questions. And I, that's terrible because like, that's what being in business is all about, is asking questions. I said, but it's not like I don't ask questions. It's just that like, I'll just, I don't want to waste anyone's time. So I'll just research it myself. Instead of just asking the source, hey, yeah. you have really good sales copy. Yes. How did you do that? Or yes. who helped you? Or, yes. or like if I had asked Lori ahead of time, hey Lori, who is your photographer? I love your photos, and so I want to meet you sooner. I had to like yeah. wait until we were in a room, right? And then I was like, oh, that's right. the girl. Like, and so I learned from that moment because I was like, this is so dumb. Like, what what is the harm in asking a question? There's mm-hmm. a difference between I I don't like the whole thing. Like, ask for the discount, maybe I'll get it. Like, that's I'm. I don't know, like that, that whole thing, but I right. like, I do believe you should be asking people questions and you, you saying that, like telling your younger self, your beginning self and this, like ask more, ask for more. That is something I wish I had learned a whole lot longer because mm-hmm. I guess I found out all the answers that I was looking for, but I had to wait either for the universe to put in front of my face or for Google to actually understand what it was that I was asking. And, and, you know, sometimes you, Google gets it wrong. You're like, that's not the right answer. And so that is so key because it is true. It goes back to that curiosity. And um, and something that I had to be before I could see it is like to do a podcast like this, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to ask a lot of questions. Conversations just don't happen. If there's no questions, like I keep this going. And and so I, this is, this is great. And I think where wherever you are in your life, whatever you're trying to do, That ask is so key. And like getting people to be part of that journey, like that is so fun.
0: Yeah. And people, like I have to remind myself, people love helping. They really do. Like if I needed something and I asked and I have a breakthrough, oh my God, they love celebrating with me too. And this is the one thing that, in addition to the creative part of photography that I love, but I'm so happy that I'm also equal. I love the business side. I love that I get to get over my idea of shame, right? I don't want to ask because I don't want people to think that I don't have my shit together, right? That's why I don't want to ask uh, or that I don't know what I'm doing. But every time we do ask, I get to be super courageous and be really risky. And that is an adrenaline that is just so good. And I love to practice that all the time.
1: Yeah, you... you. um Anytime you've ever asked me for anything, I've never thought she doesn't have her shit together. I'm like, oh yeah, what a great thought. Thanks for that. I literally have thanked you. I'm like, thanks it's for thinking you know. up that. Yeah, that's so- yeah. <gasps> yeah, the stories that's we tell ourselves. It's so, but the stories we tell ourselves are so come on. You know what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. so funny. Like what we, um, what we tell ourselves about ourselves and we tell ourselves about others. Um, yeah. It, like they're going to think, I don't know what I'm doing. If I ask them to yeah. do this, it's like, no, they're just going to think that like you thought of something that needs to be yeah. answered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It's um I I um I hear you. I hear you 100%. Um do you mind if I tell one more one more amazing story about yes, you? Yes,
0: go. See, see it. it.
1: Okay. So you you all heard she said she's a media company now, right? So, yeah, she is a media company and um wow. and she and you became a movie director basically. Mm-hmm. And i rem- and i got to be part of this we made a movie it's mm-hmm. amazing um mm-hmm. uh i'm so grateful for that because again you helped me you helped me share a story of mine that i've been wanting to articulate and i never could and um and so i'll make sure i put it in the show notes so you guys can see it it's so it's so so good but um but you had never been a director and so i got to watch you for an entire day be that director You were just being it girl. Like you were bold. You were like, you had this, like, here's my, here's my list of things you have to do. Here's what her motivations, here's what my motivations are. Like all this intrinsic stuff. And then like execution, like you just took action over that day. I never once thought like that you were unsure of anything that was happening. And of course you were. of course, like this Mm -hmm. is, you have no idea because y'all, when you make a movie, you don't know what it's going to, you don't know what it's going to look like. Things are not shot in the order that they happen, like they're, you're doing all these things. And so you had to just completely be it till you saw that movie till you saw the cuts. And I just wonder, like, can you share what that was like that that first time?
0: Um, You know, that goes back to like everyone who's probably listening. If, if anything that Leslie and I are saying are resonating, it's because there's something being whispered to you. Like there is a dream. There is something inside of you that, you literally are driving down the highway, a song comes on, you get into the flow. I mean, it is giving you sign after sign after sign. Love the book, Big Magic, right? For this reason, because Big the magic. right we, that's a whole other podcast. But um, there are these whispers in for an entire year. All last year, I really wanted to make moves. I really, really did. And, and it didn't make sense to me. I was like, Monica, you're crazy. Like you're a photographer. Stay focused, simplify. Don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. And then like, who are you going to, who are you going to, who's going to film your movie? Like you've never done this before. Um, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't stop the whisper from, from happening. I really, really wanted, wanted to do it. And then I met my neighbor who lives in my building. Um, can I share, should I, should I share this story? Yeah. Yeah. Share the whole thing. Sure. We got time. It's so good. Um, You guys, this is so good. So, um, I heard the whisper for a whole year. And then during that year i met um this gentleman that lives in my building and his family his name's eric and uh he's french we became friends his wife's brazilian we were friends for a while and um one day his son comes up to me and says and well i actually asked her like what do you do like what did you work and he's like oh i make movies and his son said oh he doesn't just make movies like he just wrapped black panther and i was like uh oh one that's a really good movie um and two i immediately went small really small i was like he is so much bigger than me he is so much more creative than me like he's got years and years and years of experience and never in a million years did i ever think that he would want to work with me i told myself that for almost an entire year every time i would get super super nervous and then in the hallway one night a friend of mine says hey have you ever asked eric to like you've been talking about making movies like have you ever asked eric to help you and i said you know that's something i've really been wanting to do i'm like so scared like why would you want to work with me no joke got back to the house looked at my phone text message from eric can you meet me downstairs i want to ask you something i was unsure of what that question is i went downstairs sat across from him And in his French accent, which I'm not going to try to read you, he says, so these women you work with, do you think they'll want movies made? And he was like, not just movies, but cinematic films, not just video, but really heart and soul movies. And Leslie, that is something that I had not told anybody. I had not told anybody that like, I didn't just want to make behind the scenes videos. I wanted to make films because i feel like it's entrepreneurs like i am literally giving everything that i have to this business and to this dream that i have and a lot of people that are listening are doing the same thing too we're giving everything that we have we're sacrificing a lot and so i mean when eric said i told him uh, uh you have no idea how many women, women want to make films i mean this this is like something we could really do and literally two week two or three weeks from that conversation we were filming Like you just like, I just, I just went for it. And also when people like Eric show up in your lives as entrepreneurs, you have to show up too. I mean, you have to show up.
1: So we have somehow without, this is, we did not thread this together on purpose, but it did totally thread together. So again, she put herself in a stress, more stressful situation, Mm kind of like the Saudi prince, because now you're working Mm -hmm. with like a filmer from someone filming the black Panther. I mean, I mean it doesn't get bigger, right? And so yeah. you did, you put yourself in this position to work with someone as big as him in an area that you were just wanting to step into. And that is, goes back to that one tip. You were like, I should do more of that. Then you also were told to do the ask, but the universe has took care of that for you, which is super awesome. And this is where I love big magic. And And if you haven't read it, it's so good. It's so good. But um, I had had the idea last March that I wanted to make a movie that wasn't a behind the scenes. That was totally like this is why I do what I do on 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 OPC, which is my um, Pilates website, and and uh, I wanted to share that story. But I, you know, my husband and I only ha- have a few people on the team it was going to take a lot. Then COVID happened. We had to cancel. It was just so many things. So I just backburnered it, but I kept thinking about it. I kept looking at it. I kept having this idea. And so when you called me and you're like, do you want to do this? Because I have this idea. I want to do this. So this is like absolute big magic. The ideas want to be born. They really, really do. And so whenever you have one, if you feel that expansion self that we Mm -hmm. talked about in the beginning of this, right. Mm -hmm. And you don't know how to do that thing that is okay. You don't actually know how to do the, how the, how comes with asking the, how does Mm -hmm. not have to be something, you know, the, how comes from asking, but that feeling, that idea that is bold. And so then you write it down you tell a friend, um, people are so afraid to tell people their ideas. 98% of people do not act on any idea. So you can tell a hundred people your bold idea, and literally maybe two of them will take action on it. That doesn't mean they'll finish it. So like, it's really okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you should tell, because you never know who can go, oh, you've been wanting to make movies. Have you talked to the filmer in the building? Cause he's been wanting to do that too. Like, yeah, that's, that is the power of, um, of bringing it all together. And so I'm really glad we got to share that story because it really, it was, it is exactly all the things that you've already said um to do more of sooner, and yeah. look what it's done and now here we are in twenty twenty one and you are a media company, yeah if you're a media
0: yeah, that's what you're creating it's that's amazing what we're doing it's amazing. you're the badass. and we're gonna take it one one moment at a time, and as this media company grows, I'll grow into it, and it's gonna be it's gonna be whatever it should be, and i'm and I'm okay with that oh.
1: That's beautiful. Um, before I let you go, two things: where can people follow you, find you, DM you how much they love you? Uh,
0: well, um, you can find me on Instagram. It's where I'm at the most, so it's Girl Squad Inc. Um, Inc. as an in I and C. I am on Facebook, but um, it goes down in the DMs for me on Instagram more. So that's probably yeah. the best place, and I do answer all my DMs. So if you have a question or you want to set up, like. You know a consultation i want to learn more about how we work um hit me up and we'll set something up perfect
1: so y'all um before i let her go i do have an ask for you i mean we've given so many tips already so if you want to double down on one i i understand but um i i want to make sure that people who heard the story who are like oh my gosh I grew up like monica or i've had that idea too or how do i do this i would love to give them a tip from you because they um i think that is the most helpful thing that someone can do i wish someone had done that for me um so what is something that's bold executable or intrinsic or targetable that you could share with the listeners today
0: i feel like being bold and it comes in a statement of if you're going to take this road of being an entrepreneur you're going to have to be okay with doing this every day when no one's watching, because there are going to be a lot of days when no one pays attention, when you're not getting a lead where you're, it's just one, it feels like one failure after another, you're not making any movement. And it may be weeks. It could be, it may feel like years, but it's actually probably just a couple of weeks. But, just be prepared. Like, if this is something you're going to do, that's going to happen and you're going to be okay in the middle of it. You're going to be okay in the middle of it. Just keep pushing, keep asking, keep being bold. And, um, you'll look back and then you'll be like, oh, wait a minute. I have clients. I have more than one client. Um, and so, yeah, that is probably, and I got that advice from Jasmine Starr. Um, when uh, I did one of her classes, she said, you know, she actually said that to me. And that has been so good because I feel like we're in this time where we get a lot of validation from other people or sensations, like our phones, other than ourselves. And um, that is just a really good reminder that you have to be okay when no one's watching. Like you're going to make it. And the other thing she told me was um, now that you know it, like now that you know that, shut up and do the work. Like just. Stop complaining about it. Just do the work. And so, yeah, that's how we can all be bolder.
1: Oh, that is amazing. And it's true. It's pretty hard to be bold when you're also complaining about it. And so, um, yeah, that anytime you find yourself complaining, there's, I, there's two things I do. I'm like, how many times have I made this complaint? Mm -hmm. Am I using this as procrastination and not Mm -hmm. doing the thing I want to do? Or how do I get rid of this complaint? And if you can do that, that's pretty freaking bold too, because it takes a lot to uh, challenge that um, part of you that wants you to stay small. It really does. You can't be bold and small at the same time. Mm. Monica, I just, I mean, I love you so much. You know that I know. I I mean um, (laughs) y'all I'm trying to get her to move into my neighborhood. That's all. I'm just going to keep putting it out there. That's my next idea. But um, please, please, please screenshot this, share this with a friend, make sure that anyone who needs to hear this message hears it. And then, Like Monica said, we both actually answer our DMs and we would love to hear your takeaways. Mm -hmm. So tag us, um, post it in your story so we can hear what those are and we can share you and your your takeaway with everyone. Thank you so much, everyone for listening and Monica for being here and sharing all your amazing stories for the first time. I mean, this is just news dropping. All right, love you. Love you.